Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. On today's show, we'll run down the top biggest causes of financial regret among retirees and pre-retirees. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and in studio with us is always Kevin Frisbee. Uh, Kevin, author of Every Dime Every Day, is president of Frisbee and Associates, a fiduciary, he's an independent, and uh, all-around good guy. Kevin, how are you? I'm great, Steve. How are you today? Very, very well. Uh, you know, we we seem to uh, stumble across a lot of uh, statistics and surveys and things, but it is interesting and, and somewhat insightful uh, when it comes to retirement planning about, like this recent survey, 1,600 Americans ages 60 to 79 discovered the top 10 financial regrets as they get close to retirement. So that kind of fits in our wheelhouse, certainly in your wheelhouse of, and the folks that you work with primarily. But as you expect, 59% said they wish they'd saved more. I guess we all probably think that. Of course. And that's a pretty good number to pull and, and do a poll from, 1,600 Americans mm-hmm. in that age bracket. I mean, you get a pretty good flavor of where people are coming from. And I'm kind of a data geek, too, because I read a lot of these articles because, again, my job is to educate my clients. So bringing some of this information to the table and figuring out what people have concerns about or don't have concerns about, it's kind of part of my job is, is reading a lot of the statistics and articles of, of uh, where people are coming from. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. So we're going to go 10 to 1. We're going to go to the, so we're going to do a classic top 10. Uh, but <laughs> number 10 on the list, and, and you said earlier, you thought it probably should be higher, but procrastination, that's a really big problem, isn't it? It's number 10 on the list. I'm surprised it's not much higher. Probably not, not even, it should be number one in my view, because I, one of the things when you talk with people and you make a plan and you lay out some recommendations, I, I can't force people's hand to do anything. I mean, people are big, you know, grown up people. They make their own choices. I can only educate people and, and, and kind of uh, give them as much information as they want before they make an, a, a decision. But if, if they procrastinate, some people just don't like making decisions. For me, that could hurt them because it, you take this, this past week in the market, for example. We've had actually the last couple of weeks, volatility has been crazy in the market. Holy cow, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at what's going on. So some of these people that I might have had a conversation with a month ago and and saying, hey, you know, maybe you ought to think about doing a a safer approach to your portfolio. You know, if they didn't sit down with me already, they procrastinated that that meeting to to make some changes. So I can't force them to do that, but they've gotten hurt this past couple of weeks with the volatility. Sure. And I'm not saying the markets aren't going to come back. My point being is, Again, being proactive when you have somebody sitting in front of you like an advisor like myself or somebody here at Frisbee and Associates saying, hey, you're probably too risky. You probably ought to think about doing some, something differently. Well, at the end of the day, don't procrastinate. Just, you know, have us help you make those right. decisions and, and then proceed forward. Well, so I think you said something interesting in that you said people are sometimes afraid to make a decision. And, and that's that that really struck a chord. I think people do. And, and you know what it is? People are afraid to make a mistake. Uh-huh. And so sure. th- that's what it is. That's that's really the basis of, of being afraid to make a decision. They're just more afraid to make a mistake. So it's a mistake sometimes not to make a decision. How's that? And, well, I and think that's you, wise, yes. Yeah, yeah, you have to weigh that out. Do I, do the Ben Franklin, the T-chart, what we ta- tell people, say, right, go go home in a simple way, take a, a, a plain piece of paper and draw a, a T down the middle of that paper, and then you have the pros and the cons. And you put your pros and whatever decision you're trying to make, put your pros on, on the left side, put your cons on the right side and list them out and, and see which one weighs out which. 
that's an easy way to help you get over that, uh, whether you're going to make a mistake or not, because now you're making it based on uh, the one way, one side being heavier than the other. Well, and then number nine on the list kind of ties into procrastination, and that's not making long-term plans. What does that mean to you? That means to me, uh, you know, if you are, you know, a potential retiree or somebody's just retired and you're 65, let's say, mm-hmm. you might have 25 or 30 years to live in front of you. So somebody to to fail to look at the long-term scope of uh, planning and thinking, hey, I don't have to worry about, you know, 10 or 15 years from now, I'm going to worry about today with their with their retirement monies, um, that might not be the best the, the best play. And, and you got to look at long-term planning, like, well, you know, what's the best strategy to take Social Security long-term? Um, you got to look at long-term planning is how do I build in uh, and, and figure for inflation? Um, so that's what, when you ask me, what does long-term plans mean? That means really taking into account the, the 20, 25, or even 30-year uh, window in front of you that you might be alive, and, and you might need to have a, a long-term plan in place. Sure, absolutely. Well, and that's certainly something that you do at, at Frisbee & Associates, is put those plans in place and, and take it out to, to, to 90 or 100 years old. Well, and it, and it depends on the circumstance. I mean, when we have our conversations, you know, we, we talk about with, with the people that come in, hey, what's your expectation as far as your life expectancy, your shelf life, we call it? Yeah. What do you, th- you know, tell me about your family history. If they have major health issues and they come in, we're not going to plan for th- 25 or 30 years. Obviously, we're going we're gonna to break that down a little bit differently. Um, but, but again, everybody's, it's case by case scenario. Yeah. What have you done? You know, do you have a pension? Do you, you know, what's your social security amount look like? Um, do you have a survivor benefit on your pension? That type of thing. Th- those are all factors in how we lay out long-term plans or longer-term plans, let's say. Sure. And well, one of the other ones, too, and, and I didn't realize people would do this, but overestimating Social Security. I mean, there's a set amount that you're going to get based on your work history. The maximum Social Security check in the United States is $2,600 a month. So um, that means somebody's you know had been a top earner um, the 35, at least 35 years because they do it on a 35-year formula. Sure. Not saying that people don't make more money because if you if you delay your your uh, social security until you get to be lo- later in life, let's say up until seventy, you, you can collect you know north of three thousand dollars a month. So overestimating it, meaning you know in our social security retirement planning workshops, we tell people, hey, some some homework for you to do is go back, go to the the website ssa.gov backslash my account and set up an account and find out what your earnings history is and find out what you're eligible for for full retirement social security and then. And I'm saying that because a lot of people come in, they don't even know what their full amount might be, partly because the Social Security Administration stopped sending uh, those reports every single year to Mm -hmm. people under 60 years old. They're doing it once every five years now. And then if you're above 60, they'll do it every single year. But people just kind of tuck that off to the side in a desk or or someplace in in the uh, circular file, and all of a sudden they have no idea what they're eligible to collect at some point. The other thing to look at, Steve, is... We've had some people come in and say, I'm missing seven or eight years of earnings on my Social Security report, and I know that I worked those particular years. So that can affect your benefit negatively. And and if you're not paying attention to that and making sure your employers, if you're working for somebody else or if you're self-employed, make, making sure that's logged in. Uh, to your earnings test because it it, it affects your your uh, lifetime benefit. Sure, wow, I mean that's good to know as well, and especially because yeah, they're they're not perfect. Yeah, we had a woman up in Belfast a couple of years ago. Now it just stands out, and then uh, she come at the end of the seminar and said, "Look, I, I looked at the report, and I I'm missing seven years of my earnings." And she worked for a construction company. Well, it, it come to find out, and the burdens on the people by but by, by the way, but come to find out, the construction company she had worked for never reported, and there was some mishandlings of the, the, the books and the finances, oh. but never reported to Social Security. So she didn't notice it until 25 years later, 30 years later, when she went to file and she said, oh, I'm missing seven years. So fortunately, in her case, she had the history of her tax returns. And so she was able to prove um, that she was eligible for those additional seven years. But you got to pay attention to that yeah. again. I'm, it's it's just it could happen. I've seen it happen. So we're talking about some of the biggest dangers uh, and the probability that will leave uh, folks over sixty with with some kind of regret, and that's being hit by major medical bills. And it's not something we think about. It's not something we want to have happen, but it does. If you're above sixty five, likely you're going to be on Medicare. So I would you know make sure that you're on a good Medicare supplement or Advantage plan. And we're one of the top uh, Medicare shops in the state. We've got every single drug plan, every single Medicare supplement plan and Advantage plan available in the marketplace. So that's one thing you want to make sure you have in place. I had a, a appendix out two months ago, Steve, myself, right. emergency surgery. I was in there for two hours. I actually went under, uh, they put me under uh, anesthesia on at 3.30 in the afternoon. I drove myself home at six in the afternoon. Did I got a bill really? last week. 
I really did. You they told me not to, but I'll I bet. Gosh, All right, yeah. so I, I broke right. their rule, but I was fine. I, I, yeah. It was a mile from my house, not a big deal. But I just got my bill uh, two weeks ago for the total of the surgeries, $36,000. Oh, good. I was gracious. not even in overnight. I, can you believe that? $36,000. Yeah, that's incredible. And I have a high deductible plan, so I'm, I'm, I'm on the hook for a chunk of that. But if you're retired and you've, you, know, you have a certain amount of retirement money, so you don't want to have that kind of thing happen where now you've got a ten dollars or $12,000 bill. No. Um, that you're responsible for if something happens like that. So I'm, I'm bringing it up because that was a simple little procedure yeah. that they did with me. If you don't have a good healthcare plan in place, you, you know you, you gotta be, you're going to be paying out of your pocket. So make sure that you're on a good Medicare or, or an Advantage plan and make sure you're not hit, hit with those major medical bills. Yeah, because that can be more than a little disruptive. All right, let's go I, to number six yeah. and say making bad investments. Well, nobody wants to make a bad investment. You have to ask a question, what's a bad investment? Yeah, exactly. And you, you kind of look at your whole portfolio. Here's the thing that we talk about we we call it a portfolio X-ray, and and you don't know if you if you got a basket full of investments, you don't know which ones are bad or which ones aren't. Um, so again, if you work with an advisor, hopefully they're they're shuffling through that and kind of kicking out the dogs, I I, I call it, and and then putting putting in some better investments. By the way, we do a tactical management of a portfolio, so. When, you, when you're working with us, we're reshuffling the portfolio. We're moving in and out three, four, five times a month. We're changing up some of the investments. So we're cautiously and attentively watching that. Whereas if you're working with a, a, a broker that put you in mutual funds that you're stuck, that you might have paid a fee going in, you can't move that around. So it might be a dog for a couple of years and you're stuck with it. Sure. I'm telling you that to say that when people come in and do the portfolio x-ray, we'll let you know. What's your performances on your investments? What's the fees on your investments? What's the history on your investments? And then we'll do a comparison side by side and say, here's what you probably ought to be looking at to get rid of. Here's what you probably ought to be looking at to keep and maybe add to. Try to avoid making the bad investments. And, and you can do that by leaning on a, a fiduciary advisor that's going to obviously, hopefully, work in your best interest. Sure, absolutely. Well, look, we got through half the list, Kevin. We need to take a break. And, and why don't we invite folks to call us, uh, set up a time, come on in and talk about any of those things and more. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is, your chance to once and for all, come on in, sit down, begin to put that financial roadmap together. Kevin Frisbee and the team can well translate for you a lot of complex financial world into something that's very clear and easy to understand. Here's your chance, folks, to get a true, practical financial review. If you've never done it before, take this opportunity. If you're looking for a second opinion, that's a great time as well. It's all just a phone call away, 800-998-5649. When you do, you're going to receive that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Kevin just described. And it's going to show you where you are right now, of course. But most importantly, you will leave with essentially a roadmap, a guide that can help get you where you need to be, where you want to be when it comes to retirement. Call right now, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, the rest of the top 10 causes of financial regret. such a blow to investors. You know right now, It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. We are 
are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, of course, we're in studio with Kevin Frisbee. Kevin is uh, author of Every Dime Every Day. He is uh, president of Frisbee & Associates and, uh, uh, you know, fiduciary. All the things that we uh, we like to see in an advisor and certainly with an advisor team like Kevin has put together. Um, Kevin, in the last segment, we started going through the top 10 biggest dangers and the probability that each one will leave you with savings regret after the age of 60. And again, it's important to mention that part uh, because that, that those are the folks that you deal with primarily right around that age of, of you know, getting into retirement. Yeah, obviously most of the people that come to our seminars are above 55 years old. A lot of them that end up working with us end up being 60 or higher age-wise. So yeah, again, that's our niche. Um, we, we've kind of built our practice around that. And, and we have a lot of younger clients a lot of times it's a referral, meaning the kids or grandkids of our clients that, okay. you know, they want us to, to kind of set, set up a conversation with them because if they're working with us and they're going to have their, their kids and grandkids as beneficiaries, they want them to be introduced to us to figure out, you know, and make sure their wishes are carried out with their, their accounts after something happens. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, that age demographic, there's a lot of things going on here sure. and uh, some of the regrets that we hear. And number five on the list, Steve, is is people getting divorced. This is the this is unbelievable to me. This is a national statistic, by the way. The biggest uh, bracket age bracket of people getting divorced is people above sixty years old in the United States. It's it's unbelievable to me. That so, is unbelievable. It's I I don't know why. Obviously, there's probably a lot of reasons why, and I don't quiz. Sure. I I don't judge people. People come in and they you know they're going through a situation. I had one uh, recently. It's been a client for a long time, and you know after twenty plus years of marriage, they're both in their Late sixties, almost seven years old, and now separating, and getting divorced, and I, I sat and thinking to myself, you know, at this point, why? You know, yeah, why? It can't be that bad, can it? Maybe it can. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, I often wonder about that, and and when you say that, because you've said that before, that that numbers are going up of folks over sixty, like wow. I mean, I, you would you think know, that would be the time you could fall in love again. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the, the specific reasonings, but I, I, I will tell you, it, it's devastating financially a lot of times sure. at that point because now your working years are behind you and you don't have time to play catch up. It's like making a bad investment. You don't you don't have the time to get that back if the market goes down. Uh, you know, getting divorced if you're splitting the assets, particularly in the state of Maine, being a community property state. Well, you know, if you have enough assets, okay. But if you don't, somebody somebody's going to be left behind and, and probably hurting. Yeah. All right. Well, again, folks, if you're interested, 800-998-5649. Kevin would be happy to walk you through uh, any of these. And and so we're going up the list now. Number four, earning less than expected. So what what does that mean? Does that mean earning less than expected in a job or in retirement? Well, I think what happens is people are building out a, a budget or or they don't sometimes don't even think about a budget. But let's say it costs a certain amount of money uh, on a monthly basis to run a household. And so if, if they get into retirement and they still carry, a, uh, let's say, a mortgage, they still carry car payments, they still carry maybe credit card payments, hopefully not, but I, I've seen it. Um, if, if their earnings go down, meaning they're not working full time and now they're relying on Social Security or mainstay retirement and a pension or something like that, well, they're not going to make, in, in most cases, as much as they made when they were working full time. So or their, their expectation is they're going to be able to maintain lifestyle and continue to pay all those payments. And that's not a reality. So what happens is they end up retiring, let's say, going on that fixed income, but their budget need is higher than they than it should be. Sure. So they start dipping into their retirement monies. And th- then you run the Aha. risk of, that, that's where the problem is. Then you run the risk of running or potentially running out of money because you've created debts that you carry into retirement. And uh, some people can't avoid that stuff. But a lot of people, if you look back, you, you can avoid that stuff. Uh, you know, cut the credit cards. I've seen some people come in just out of control with credit cards and 70, 75 years old and still have thirty, forty, fifty $50,000 in credit card debt. And it, to me, it's like, why would you want that that worry on your mind? Why would you want that burden yeah. uh, to have to deal with? But, that is a worry, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and this one too, if you're over 60, you get laid off and, and find yourself unemployed, That's that's got to be a tough spot to be in. You know what? I, we talked about that, I think, on last week's show. Maybe it was the week before, but mm-hmm. this is a common problem. I, I have these conversations all the time. I just had a client right here in the Lewiston area come in, and she's 61, I think, or almost 61, and just got let go from her job. And she's like, listen, Kev, I, what am I going to do at this point? I, I don't know where to go at my age. The, you know, people. She's gotten resumes out in different places, but people look at somebody that's 60, 61, 62 years old and say, hey, you're not going to be here very long. Why, why should we invest the time? 
in you to, you know, to, to come work with our company. So it ends up being a burden. I, I tell the story a lot about my dad that uh, got laid off from, from a company or, or, or changed his position, I should say, and lost his seniority in a company. So again, this is a big problem, Steve, and I don't know the solution to it. So let me ask you this. So with, with unemployment as low as it is, it, it seems like if you want a job, you can have one, even though it might not be what you want to do. Well, they, all right. So I'm all about exactly what you just said, meaning unemployment's low. There, there's a, uh, a need for workers here in the state. So yeah, all right. So maybe people are too finicky. Uh, there's a lot of things out there that, that you know companies are scrambling trying to find uh, help with. So yeah, maybe some of these people need to, to readjust what they think that they want to do with the, <laughs> the, the rest of the working years. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I oh, agree no, with I understand. That. Yeah, I understand. All right. So number two on the list, and, and this is a toughie too, being struck by poor health that prevents you from working. I mean, if, you're, if your mindset is, I'm going to work till I'm 65 and something happens, I mean, that can really, you know, mess things up. Life certainly happens. It does. And uh, this is really uh, one of the kind of things that c- come out of the blue, for example. This reason right here, Steve, is the argument to make sure you start younger and earlier to save for retirement. Because if you get to the point where all of a sudden, if you have a medical issue and it forces you to in early retirement, let's say, and you can't afford to do that, well, I- I'm not pointing fingers and blaming anybody, but the ultimate burden's on us right. uh, as individuals. So again, let's take take a step back. If you, if you listen to the show today and you're younger, listen, I've seen cases where people come in uh, and all of a sudden they have a health issue and they can't go back to work. And you know, a couple of them that are clients have been fortunate enough, they've done a good enough job in their planning previously that they can survive that medical issue financially at least. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's, that that's the argument for starting sooner rather than later. Of course it is. Yeah, it's a great idea too. Um, and so number one on the list, we've gone from ten to one. With the, the number ten was pro, uh, procrastination, uh, not making long term plans, plans, overestimating Social Security, hit by major medical bills, bad investments, getting divorced, less than expected, earning less than expected, laid off, <laughs> and finding yourself unemployed, uh, struck by poor health. Number one on the list, and and, and this. This is interesting is having very low financial literacy. We really do need to know a little bit about our finances, don't we? Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing to me how many people come in and, and, and I, I sometimes think, you know, when people leave the office, sometimes I'll say to myself, wow, you made it to 60 or 65 years old and you and you got lucky because you really knew nothing about what you had for investments. And that's just, that that's the case. People come in sometimes, they say, Kev, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what to deal with here. So take a look at this and let me know what you think. And, you know, if they've gone 65 years and they've set themselves up, sometimes in, in good positions, by the way, right. by not even understanding what was going on, right. I, I call it lucky because, you know, at the end of the day, they, they've run out of time or almost run out of time to, to, to correct the ship, so to speak. Sure. So financial literacy, that's part of why I wrote the book, Steve, Every Dime Every Day, is, is trying to teach financial literacy to the basic level. Um, there's a great bill that got passed in the state of Maine just a, a few weeks ago by Matt Pouliot from Augusta area to, to force and implement into the school system teaching kids about finance, basic financial literacy. I wow. think that's the basis of it. In Yeah, I think that's the basis of changing uh, people's uh, long-term uh, scope of what they know about their investments and, and finances. And I think it's going to take maybe decades to kind of really so, so we start to see that effect, but I think it's it, it's a positive step in the right direction. Well, it sure seems like it would be. I mean, because you're right, kids today, I, I, last week we had a, a a Girl Scout troop tour our facility, you know, to, you know, broadcast and TV and all that kind of stuff. And I started talking a little bit about retirement and saving and boy, these girls just glazed over... <laughs> Had zero interest. Back when we were kids, we used to have the the passbook savings. We go to the oh, bank and I do my paper well. out. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's kind of a cool thing. You go and you see that interest. You you make a deposit from your earnings for the week. You get an interest stamp on your little passbook savings and yeah. basically things like that. And I think with technology these days, you, you, we've kind of lost touch with that. And going to the bank, my son gets his paycheck. He goes and cashes the bank and or or now takes a picture of it. And, uh, you know, text it or emails it to his bank account. It's deposited in the account. So I, I, I think, you know, technology is kind of taken away from that. But also on the positive side, there's technology out there to implement, to teach some of this financial literacy and to track things. So I think people need to start 
you know, looking into what they might be for apps and those type of things to kind of track your expenses and just learn how to start accumulating, uh, you know, basic savings accounts. Sure. If, even at a younger age. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, boy, we <laughs> that went by very quickly, Kevin. I mean, let's go <laughs> ahead and uh, take one more break and, and uh, invite folks to call and uh, set up a time. We can, we can You can teach them a lot. <laughs> Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There is no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, all right, folks, here it is, that chance to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. Let Kevin Frisbee and the team at Frisbee and Associates really translate for you a, a lot of complex financial world into something that becomes very clear and easy to understand. Here is your chance to get a true practical financial review. So give us a call, 800-998-5649. And uh, when you do, you're going to get that comprehensive financial review, and it's going to show you where you are right now. But most importantly, it's going to become that roadmap, that guide that can help get you where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. As an advisor, I can help put together a great retirement and income plan. And when we come back, we'll highlight some must-develop financial habits you can adopt that can make a positive difference in your retirement. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose 40% of your nest egg like so many did in 2008. Many people want safety and guarantee of principal, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. Now you can have both. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. are back. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, we're in studio with Kevin Frisbee. Kevin is the author of Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and Associates. And uh, this is, uh, boy, this this could be taken right out of your book, Kevin. Um, you know, when, when you talk about... Um, well, the stock market certainly in the last few weeks has been more than a little volatile. Um, and, you know, you've said before, we're in the 11th year of a bull market. Something's going to happen here. We don't know when, obviously. Um, but there are some habits that if you do not have them yet, it would be wise to implement those habits. And, and that's really kind of what your book's all about. You know, uh, you said a basic financial understanding, and, and it is that. But the book is so much more because it really takes you through and tells you the why we do certain things. Yeah, again, I had somebody uh, read the book, a friend of mine, when I initially put it out just for some kind of testing to hear some feedback. And one of my good friends, she uh, wrote me an email saying, I read your book and it has little to do with money and everything to do with uh, discipline. And, uh, I, you know, I said, that's great feedback. I mean, we talk about money management and that type of thing, but it's it's really everything in life is about discipline and right. self-control. Sure. And I, I really talk a lot about that in the book. And, you know, when you when you talk about discipline and self-control, using credit cards, for example, we talk about yes. credit cards or eliminating credit cards. By the way, I use a credit card. My wife uses a credit card for almost everything we do, everything we do. We just 
pay it off at the end of the, the month, every single month. I've mm-hmm. never, not in probably 20 years, had any interest charges on a credit card statement. Mm-hmm. And again, by design, so you can benefit by using credit cards. You just got to make sure you're paying attention to paying it off every month. Sure. And again, if you and if you do that, I know a lot of folks, a lot of my friends do that as well, But and, and they get all the miles or they get the cash back or they get the whatever it is, um, and, and they're taking advantage of that. And, and why not? Same, same. We do the same thing. I mean, whether it be a, a cash back uh, card or, or mileage for airlines card. But here's the other part of that. I can tell you statistically, again, we, my wife and I are extremely disciplined anyway with, with what we spend or how we spend our money. But most people statistically will spend 40% more if they're using a credit or a debit card versus cash. Wow, so again, really? I'm, I'm just not, that's, that's the number, 40% more. They, they just tend to take the card and swipe it and not think about it until they, the, the bill comes in. And if, if, that's a lot different than if you, re, if you have to reach in your pocket and grab that yeah, yeah, $20 bill. And if you went to Starbucks or you know, Dunkin' Donuts or wherever and you, you had to reach in and you had to spend half of that $20 bill <laughs> for that latte or whatever that is, yes, exactly. you're going to think twice about that. But if you're ripping into your pocket for a card, it's kind of matter of fact, and you worry about it at the end of the month. And again, if you're really disciplined, you can get away with the cards. But if you're not disciplined or not as disciplined, you ought to think about using cash and, and kind of tuck the cards away and see how that is for a month and find out uh, you know, h- how much less you might end up spending. Well, yeah, exactly. The, yeah. And and we're talking about some habits to uh, really embrace uh, when it comes to retirement and, and, and saving for retirement. And that's compounding. And, and uh, you know, there's two sides of, of compounding. And you really only want to be on one side. <laughs> that's yeah, the definitely. Side that, that makes well, thinking, that, that's, that's a good point. So you, you can get on the bad side of compounding. You look at credit cards as, as another example you know, 10, 12, 15, 22, 28%. Yeah. By the way, that used to be called loan sharking. That was illegal in the United States. Uh, but now it's legal, apparently, with credit cards. They can charge 20, 20 plus percent in interest. You get on the wrong side of that. Example, you get a $10,000 credit card bill. You, you're liable for $100 a month payment, let's say, on a, on a $10,000 credit card bill. Yes. Well, $98 of that is the interest, and $2 yeah. is going to principal. And if you look on your credit card statements, and, and by the way, that there was financial laws that were passed forcing credit card companies to let you know how long it's going to take to pay that off. It's 24, 28 years, whatever that might be. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. If ever. So, uh, if you know, ever. you, you got to, <laughs> yeah, if ever. That sounds ominous. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm telling you. I mean, you got to think about what you're doing and, and, and getting that compounding. The other side of that, on a positive side, that compounding, yeah. you start tucking money aside and getting some some uh, interest on your money and then compounding that over a long period of time, particularly decades if you're really young. Well, that can be, I mean, Einstein says the seventh wonder of the world is compound interest, right? I mean, it's yeah. just, uh, what, or eighth wonder of the world, I should say, compound interest. That's why the sooner you start investing, saving money can be a tremendous difference in your lifestyle when you decide to get, re- you know, to retirement. Absolutely. And and uh, again, this is something that, that you talk about in your book. And and really, you, you, you lay it out in such a way that makes so much sense. And that is following a budget. When I do some, uh, some talks in different areas, and, and let's say business people are in the room, one of my first questions is kind of a trick question. And how many people own or operate a business? Raise your hand. Maybe 10, maybe 20% of the hands go up in a room, 30% sure. sometimes on the high end. Well, at the end of the day, the trick question is everybody has a household, which means everybody runs a business. Of course. And if you start to look at your household like that, you start to understand you can't run a business without a budget because you don't know where your expenses are if you don't have a budget. So if your household is a business, it gets to, to the basic budget. What does it cost to run a household? I asked Every single person that comes in and, and does a consult with me or clients, one of my first questions is, do you know what it costs to, to run your household, including lifestyle? Because when you have that number, then I can help you put a plan together. If you don't have that number, you've got to go back home and figure that out and then come back and see me so that we can now help you put a plan together. Because there's no way to put a 20, 25, or 30-year plan in place if you don't know where the starting point is with what your budget need is now. Oh, yeah, That's absolutely. it. That's the basis of it. Yeah, right. So, again, yeah, following the budget. And uh, this one's interesting. I'll be curious to get your take. Think about that car loan carefully. I talk about car loans, mortgages, uh, leasing cars, everything in uh, one of the chapters in the book, yes, towards the end of the book. So the best thing to do with the car loan is one payment. Do the one, one payment plan. Yep. Um, un- <laughs> Unless I had a client in here a couple of days ago saying, hey, Kev, the only reason I have a car loan, and this is their words to me because they had read my book. <laughs> they said, the only reason I have a car payment is because I have zero interest. I said, 
I'm on board with that. No problem. Yeah, I, I, I like your thinking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. A friend of mine uh, has, uh, I've known him for years, and, and um, that's exactly what he does. He drives a new car all the time, but he always pays cash. I, I, either cash or you, you get a 0% financing yeah, right, for exactly. a few years. That's perfectly fine. But if you're going to finance a car, no more than two years. And, uh, if, yeah. you, and, if, and if you think about that and, and somebody says, well, I, Kev, I can't afford those payments— that means you can't afford that car. It seems and, fairly and that's, simple. Th- listen, that's straight. That's as straight shooting as I can get. I mean, it's the same with a mortgage. If you if you go uh, finance a home and you get anything more than a fifteen-year mortgage because you can't afford the mortgage payment, you can't afford that home. That that's the that's the gauge of it. And and by the way, if you do a fifteen-year mortgage versus a thirty-year, a thirty-year, you're going to p- end up paying three times the purchase price of the house, and most of that is interest. Tremendous amount uh, different versus a 15-year, and you're going to pay about 8%, 6 to 8% more in your payment on a 15-year mortgage. So it's it's it, the numbers are the numbers. I mean, wow. you can't make this stuff you up. So if you go look this up. stuff up, yeah. it's the same with the car loans. So, and again, our fifth habit here, and and we've talked about this many times, and, and it's, a, it's certainly mentioned in your book more than once, and that is the emergency account, the emergency savings. And, and, and that is just such a critical part of, of just getting to retirement is to have that. Yeah, so there's a couple statistics here uh, talking about emergency savings. You know that, that uh, in in 2008, anyway, there was a report that came out that over 40% of all Americans cannot handle, meaning they cannot afford a $400 emergency with their savings on hand. To me, that's unbelievable. Wow. But that's got to be the same bracket of people. 50% of America, 49% of Americans have no retirement savings set aside. So sure. those are scary numbers, Steve, because the people that have assets— the, the government's going to come, you know, looking for more tax revenues, and they're not they're not going to go to those people. They're going to come to the people that have the assets, yep. that have some of those retirement uh, accounts, and 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 meaning taxes are going up in the future. So let's. But I don't want to get off the, off topic and talk about taxes. We can talk half the show right. on that. Of course we can. But let's talk about building up the emergency savings. So what is a comfortable level for emergency savings? It's different for everybody. I'm asking the question because I don't have the answer, and it's different for everybody. Meaning, okay, good. Somebody comes in and says, "Hey, I got." You know, $200,000 in my checking account, is that too much? And, my, and I grin and say, well, you tell me. What's your comfort level? If it's 200000 then it's not too much. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. If you come in and say, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with just 5000 in my savings account, well, that's their comfort level, and that, I'm perfectly fine with that. So everybody's wired different is my sure. point. Absolutely. And again, I just one note that, that uh, Motley Fool, a lot of folks know what that is, uh, prioritize your emergency fund above all else is a quote from an article from them. So, I mean, that, that kind of says it all right there. Yeah, it's a, and it's all about peace of mind. If you've got money tucked aside knowing that you can handle any, uh, you know, immediate emergencies, you know, the car breaks down, the, the fridge breaks down, something crazy like that happens, all of a sudden— if you know that you don't have to go, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul, and you've got the money right there to take care of business, hey, the, 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 you sleep better at night. Simply oh that. I yeah, mean, absolutely. You know, and and to take that worry away, to just know that you've got that, and and so if something happens, it happens. Any other thing, your confidence builds. The more money you build up in a savings account, knowing that that pressures and and that angst angst and anxiety is gone or taken away at least, your confidence builds, and I think you become more productive in, in your business or your job or whatever you're doing, and you become more confident and more productive in your in your financial matters. Well, yeah. It's just naturally how it goes. Well, it's very empowering, Kevin. And, 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 you know, when you start saving or you really start knocking down debt, whatever it is, it's very empowering and, and, and exciting. It's empowering and exciting. And people are uh, motivated by looking at progress and measuring progress. Right. And again, if you're building up a savings account or if you're paying down debts, there's a measure here, and it's something you can visualize and see going on, and that keep, keeps people on track and motivated to continue down the road. Folks, if we piqued your interest, let's go ahead and uh, open up our phone lines again, Kevin, and invite folks to give us a call. Come on in, sit down, talk about all of that. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. 
In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, Kevin, that, uh, again, what a great opportunity, folks. Don't miss it. Come on in, sit down, begin to put that financial roadmap together. Kevin Frisbee and the team at Frisbee and Associates can really help translate for you a lot of complex financial world into something that's, that's just very clear and easy to understand. Here's your chance to get a practical financial review, and if you've never done it before, make the decision to do it today. Don't procrastinate. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. When you do, you'll get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, and it shows you where you are right now, certainly. But most importantly, when you leave, you're going to have the roadmap, a guide that can help get you where you need to be, where you want to be. I mean, hey, where you see yourself when it comes to retirement. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. Get that process moving today, 800-998-5649. When we come back, we'll tackle questions from listeners. That and more right after this. The mutual fund used to be a beautiful concept. Any investor could invest and gain access to professional portfolio management. But times have changed. Maybe your investment habits should as well. Whether you're retired, approaching retirement, or haven't even thought about it, now's the time to get protection from market volatility and excessive fee structures. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And of course, in studio, as always, Kevin Frisbee. Kevin, uh, author of Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and Associates. Puts a, put a great team of folks together at Frisbee and Associates. I mean, you you have um, essentially specialists in, in virtually every area of retirement, Kevin. So when someone comes in, if they've got a question about well, about Medicare, Social Security, or, or insurance, I mean, you can answer them all or you have the right people there who can answer those questions. Yeah, by design, Steve, uh, you know, early on when we were putting together uh, the practice and kind of developing and, and recruiting agents, um, number one, uh, you know, I wanted to solve uh, kind of collectively all the problems that I hear or that I was hearing from people that were attending seminars uh, coming into the uh, to the office. So we, uh, we started to add people that were specialists and the best of the best in the state of Maine, the specialists in particular areas, Medicare being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got... Uh, uh, a guy named Rick George, for example, he's one of the t- he's the number one Medicare rep in the whole state of Maine, out of Brunswick area. I got Chris Parnell, I got Kevin Callback up in Rumford, I got Lance Gilman, who uh, is a retirement specialist, but also does Medicare. So we we've got the best of the best, and and if somebody comes in, they're gonna have a have a sit down with somebody that uh, you know does Medicare if that's what they're looking for. Sure, and all things Medicare, which includes the the drug plans and everything that is available in the marketplace. Absolutely. Well, and again, you, we talk about the seminars a lot. And, and so let's go ahead and remind folks, you've got some coming up next week. Yeah, the 22nd and the 28th at uh, Jeff's Catering, we have uh, two back-to-back retirement income planning workshops, which includes talking about Social Security strategies for mm-hmm. singles or couples. Um, and uh, those are both from 6 to 7.15 p.m. on the 22nd and the 28th of May. And then... Uh, are big ones of the year, and I mean big ones because they're going to be client appreciation banquets, and I I love this because this I get to be fun. get to see see a lot of clients come in at the same time, and we expect over the two locations, which is going to be June first in the Auburn Lewiston area, and it's going to be uh, June eighth up in uh, Jeff's Catering in Brewer, and we expect several hundred people in, in, to to come out over the course of a couple wow. weeks, and I mean I wouldn't be surprised to see three or four hundred people. Wow. Uh, collectively in both events. So we're going to have a blast. It's clients. We sent the invites out, by the way. They should have hit the mailboxes already. But also guests. If, you, if you've if you listened to the show and you're not a client yet and you just kind of want to come by and maybe grab a bite to eat and, and uh, we've got a comedian come in for some entertainment, some fun, um, feel free to do that. Give a call to the office and get registered and we'll let you know if there's space. And we'd, we'd love to have you along if we get room. Sure. 800-998-5649. That's always good. That's a good time. I know last year you, you really, you, you know, you had the whole cash wind thing going on. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> we, we had the money machine. It was so much fun. It's hilarious. But I'll, I'll tell you right now, we're, we have some giveaways. We're giving a lot of giveaways. Uh, we got 30 prizes 
uh, for each event. So we're okay. going to draw a raffle tickets, and I won't tell what the prizes are, but they're going to be uh, something that people want to win. Well, I yeah, I wouldn't think you would disappoint ever. Uh, no. <laughs> all right, so we've got some questions we need to get to. Let's just jump in. Uh, Wesley's in Holden, uh, and he says, I recently separated from a financial advisor who mostly invested in stocks and ETFs. I'm now poised to change these investments, and my current financial advisor has recommended a mutual fund with a 0.72% expense ratio that essentially has a 60-40 stock bond allocation. Does this make sense? Is it true there are hidden expenses in mutual funds? Wow. Okay. Yeah, Wesley, uh, boy, I'd love to have a conversation <laughs> yeah, and, and, so. and, and have a conversation and educate you on both sides of this because you, you jump to the dark side, in my view, uh, from the light side. So, And let me explain briefly. So yeah. you went from an advisor that did mostly stocks and ETFs um, that's that's what we do, and we prefer that because it's it's a lot of times it's liquid and it's transparent. It's different than a mutual fund portfolio. And here's the thing with mutual funds: if you have a mutual fund and you're saying you have a 0.72% expense ratio, that's for the fund. Then how about the management fee that your advisor is charging you on top of that? That's at least a, a percent. It might be one one and a quarter percent or higher. Then there's something called a 12B1 fee that most mutual funds have. And and most people don't know what this is. I, I ask people, do you know what a 12B1 fee that you have on your mutual fund is? Nope, no idea, Kev. That is an advertising fee that the mutual fund charges their existing clients to help pay for advertisements to get new clients. Oh, cut it out. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, that's man. It's, it's called a 12B1 fee. So when wow. you get two or three fees wrapped up in a mutual fund, it ends up being ridiculously expensive compared to an advisor uh, that does stocks and ETFs. Maybe you move from your advisor because you didn't like them or you didn't trust them or who knows whatever reason. But I would tell you, if you wanted to come in, you're, you're close to the brewer office, uh, let's let's do a comparison. Let's do that T-chart and compare sure. the, the advisor doing stocks ETFs, which is what we prefer, versus mutual funds. 800-998-5649. All right, we've got Trish in Belfast. She says, with a $2.5 million portfolio in mostly fixed income, is it necessary to have a 200000 to have two hundred thousand dollars in a variable annuity the fees are very high and the sales pitch rationale is that i have no pension otherwise is that true Whew, stand back <laughs> oh my goodness i mean where do i start <laughs> yeah, steve I know. you know you know you know where i'm going to come I from knew, <laughs> i knew what was going to happen <laughs> you might as well wind my crank up right now before yes. i come on and uh, answer this but holy smokes First of all, variable annuities, I can tell you right now, you're paying at least 3%, and I'm being nice. I've seen as high as 4% annual fees. What in the world would somebody pitch you a variable annuity with uh, for $200,000 with the high fees when you got $2.5 million that you're gleaning income from? Wow. It absolutely makes no sense at all. In fact, if it's the same advisor that, that has the $2.5 million in, in the uh, fixed income portfolio, I would second guess that advisor's advice on anything at that point. I, mm -hmm. I just, I'm being frank with you, Trish. Um, here's, here's a rule of thumb. I got my calculator right here, 2.5 million. And let's say you're gleaning an income and our dividend portfolios, by the way, are gleaning a 5.75% uh, yield wow. on our, uh, our, uh, income portfolios. That's $143,750 a year in income. Jeez. So I, I don't know what it costs you to live up in Belfast. I know it probably is not going to be $143,000 a year, but that's what uh, you, you should expect from a uh, yield from a dividend type strategy. Why in the world would you need a $200,000 variable annuity? It doesn't make any sense. Well, I, I just just the term sales pitch that <laughs> that she interpreted as what they were telling her was a sales pitch, that in, of it, in and of itself should be a red flag. It, it, it really should be. Um, when you look at, you know, what happens is people turn their money a, a lot of times over to a broker, advisor, and all of a sudden the advisor tucks, tucks some money aside into one of these products within the portfolio. And you don't pay attention to that. You think, hey, it's just another investment. But in reality, it's not. It's a very expensive, costly uh, variable annuity. And it can be uh, a detriment to a, a person's portfolio. There's no there's no real benefit to variable annuities. And I, I've had people call up the show saying, hey, Kev, I got one of these things you, you didn't like on the show. Just, let's talk about it. And you know, if you got one, that's fine. Let's, let's bring it in. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out 
you know, how can we get you out of it? If we can't get you out of it, how can we get you the maximum benefit from it if, if you need to stay with it? Sure. 800-998-5649. One more. I got to get to this question. We got Roger in Augusta. Uh, Roger says, I've been putting away $100 a week for 40 years in a safe. I now have $192,000 saved. I've worked the same job for 40 years, but now I'm being forced to retire. I'm only 54, and with only $192,000, should I retire or not? I was thinking about doing, I thought I was doing good saving that much every payday for so long, but my friends say not near enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh, huh. but oh my gosh, uh, you know, that's, well, he, that's he, a mentality he, that some folks have. Yeah, he's he's lost forty years of gains as well. I mean, he could have been on a just a fixed interest uh, bucket of money and and grown that to who knows uh, over forty years, maybe five, six hundred thousand or more. Wow, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, if he's tucking in a safe, he's making nothing on that money. Nothing. Yeah, right. He nothing. probably took a hundred dollar bill every single paycheck and just t- kind of tucked it away in a, in a coffee can, and then every time he filled the coffee can, stuck it, you know, stuffed it in a safe someplace. And <laughs> But he's only 54 as well. Yeah. I mean, Roger, what, what are you thinking? 54 years old, what are you going to do? You might have 40-plus or 50 years in front of you, uh, 45 anyway, in front of you with uh, with the rest of your life. So what are you going to do for that amount of time? I mean, to me, it, it makes sense to go find something else to do to get yourself to, to, to the retirement time frame. And by the way, $192,000 is not going to be enough to retire. I'll be frank with you. Right. you. You're not eligible for Social Security at this point, so you can't take that early. Um, you've got to, you know, live between now and at 62, let's say, if you collect Social Security early, you're going to dwindle that 192 down to near nothing, I would say, over the next uh, eight years. Sure. And you're not going to have anything le- left except Social Security. That, that's not the smart thing to do either. Right. 800-998-5649. Uh, Kev, what, once again, we're up against the clock. Why don't we, uh, one last time, open up our phone lines. Uh, last opportunity today, folks, to, to call Kevin and, and, and get a time to come on in, sit down, and talk about putting that retirement plan together. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And They don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, The review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey folks, thanks. Uh, Come on in, sit down. Now's the time. Put that financial roadmap together. Kevin Frisbee and the, and the team at Frisbee and Associates would really be happy to translate for you a lot of complex financial world into something that's very clear and easy to understand. It's a chance for you to get that true, practical financial review once and for all. So give us a call, 800-998-5649. You'll get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, and it shows you where you are right now, yes, but most importantly, it becomes that roadmap, that guide, that can help get you where you need to be when it comes to retirement. You've got nothing to lose. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Fast-paced show, Kevin. Always fun to hang out with you. Best hour of the week for me. Yeah, it's always a blast, Steve. We talk. We have so much to talk about every single week, and I love the calls that come in. I mean, and by the way, all the radio callers, uh, we return the calls within an hour of the show ending, no matter when it is, when you listen to the show, uh, Saturday morning, uh, Sunday morning, doesn't matter. We're going to return the call and uh, look forward to answering your questions. Yeah, absolutely. And again, thanks, everybody, for listening. We do hope you found the information we presented today helpful. We're going to do it again next week. We'll have new topics, new questions, that and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. 
Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.